This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Tonight, tragedy on the Okanagan Connector as a bus rollover claims four lives. Plus, the not-so-merry Christmas for travelers still stuck at YBR. And the annual sports spectacular, the 2022 Plays of the Year. You're watching Global BC. This is Global News Hour at 6. Good evening, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. I'm Colleen Christie. Sarah is off tonight. We begin with a tragedy and a catastrophic accident this holiday weekend. A bus rollover on the Okanagan Connector has claimed four lives and sent dozens of others to hospital. As Kristen Robinson reports, the bus was traveling during treacherous road conditions. A chaotic scene on the Okanagan Connector on Christmas Eve. In the moments following a deadly crash, Survivors scramble to escape an overturned bus, one woman climbing through the front window. Holy Drivers who passed the e-bus collision on Highway 97C say the road was very icy. That's a bus. That's an e-bus. Shortly after 6 p.m. Saturday, RCMP say a westbound commercial passenger oh, bus went off the road to the left near Loon Lake, east of Merritt and rolled onto its side before coming to rest in the eastbound lanes. Oh, fuck, look at all the passengers. Four passengers oh, did not shit. survive. More than 50 patients were taken to four area hospitals. On Sunday, e-bus service from Kelowna suspended. There are no buses running today. They told us that there was an accident. They, I asked them if everybody was okay or... They just said they didn't have any details. Interior Health says 36 patients were treated for serious to minor injuries. Most have since been released from hospital. Debris, including cell phones and iPads, remains scattered along a deserted Highway 97C. RCMP believe icy road conditions led to the fatal rollover. EBUS, which is cooperating with the investigation, says its drivers are fully trained for winter conditions and know the roads well. One witness telling Global News the highway should have been closed, and it's very unfortunate it took an accident of this magnitude to close it. Kristen Robinson, Global News. And with more snow and freezing rain in the forecast for most of the southern interior, the Transportation Ministry is warning against any non-essential travel in the area until Tuesday. Rapidly changing conditions mean it's hazardous for drivers and the avalanche risk has increased. Meteorologist Yvonne Schell will have the details coming up. It was not the Christmas many had planned stuck at YVR as the airport and airlines keep trying to clear the backlog from this past week's storms. Kamal Karamali has the latest. We feel really abandoned. Abandoned at YVR. They really just left this here. Not how Scott Green imagined spending his Christmas morning, but he says Air Canada left him and his wife with a lump of coal. Their flight delayed. The airline company booked a flight for them to get home to Prince George, but that isn't until Wednesday. They didn't want to put us up in a hotel. They didn't want to reimburse us for our tickets. They didn't want to pay for food. And so for that, I'm pretty pissed off. 
passengers still dealing with the aftermath of last week's storms that resulted in hundreds of flight cancellations. We've been stuck here in Vancouver for four days. Yeah, our flight just this morning got cancelled again. YVR expecting nearly 60,000 passengers Christmas Day between more than 400 planned flights, 221 departures and 209 arrivals. As of late Sunday morning, YVR was operating at 93% of its original flights. We do continue to see some delays and cancellations. Um, at last count at about 10 this morning, we were running about 33 cancellations. As for rebooking, not all got the Christmas present they wanted. I got a ticket online, but it's false. It's not a real ticket. What do you mean it's false? They said it doesn't count. It's, it's overbooked already. With the snowy weather in eastern Canada, YVR says it could be days until all the flights are rebooked and back on schedule. Kamal Karamali, Global News. Avon has our full forecast with some warnings coming up. But first, a celebration for those who are struggling and for those who serve them. Next. Christmas Day on Vancouver's downtown east side was a little brighter today thanks to the return of the Salvation Army Christmas meal after a pandemic pause. And as Julie Nolan reports, it wasn't just those being served that left feeling full. The sounds of Christmas music and the delicious smell of a holiday meal. All that good stuff for those who need it most. Um, this past year has been um, very hard for our downtown inside communities, but there are also people who are, who are very passionate about um, giving back to the community. One such volunteer is Dave Dorgi. I used to bring records down here, cassette tapes. Playing DJ for the day, but it's been a lifetime of helping others here almost 50 years. I'm playing some tunes, playing some Christmas music in the background. More than a thousand meals handed out this holiday. 500 kilograms of turkey plus mashed potatoes and stuffing and 300 liters of gravy. Due to tough economic times, the Salvation Army says more people than ever are seeking their services to put food on the table. And so... Expecting a lot of first-timers today. We're ready for them. We're excited to welcome them. Finally back after a pandemic pause, dozens of volunteers have worked around the clock to get this meal ready. Not to mention the slice of apple pie. It's a about nourishing yourself and also nourishing your soul and nourishing um, by the social interactions. It's just a, it's a piece of magic. It's a, it's a wonderful charity. Julie Nolan, Global News. Stay with us. Yvonne is here with the forecast next. And an annual tradition, the highs and lows in the world of sport. Another extreme weather warning tonight, this time for parts of Delta. The city of Delta says there's a risk of flooding in the Beach Grove and Boundary Bay areas tomorrow morning. That's when there will be a high tide along with strong southeasterly winds. The risk continues until Tuesday. And meteorologist Yvonne Shell joins us now. And Yvonne, that's not the only weather concern. Yeah, we're tracking a one-two punch, Colleen. Thank you. Good evening, everyone, and a Merry Christmas. We've got two storms back-to-back. It'll be a one-two punch, and I'll show you what that means. We'll focus on tonight first. We are going to see very windy conditions pick up, taking us in towards our Boxing Day morning, and a significant amount of rain is going to fall along the south coast. We've got wind and rainfall warnings right along the south coast, and we do have the potential still for the risk of freezing rain, central and southern half of the province for the interior. That'll be the big concern. And then another round of snow is moving in 
Monday night, taking us in towards our Tuesday. The outline, first storm is tonight, taking us in towards tomorrow morning. The second storm will be Monday night into Tuesday. We've got a bit of a brief a break, a brief break rather. That'll be for the afternoon hours for tomorrow. Squamish could see up to 110 millimeters of rain. All other areas along the North Shore Mountains, Coquitlam and Maple Ridge between 16 up to 80 millimeters. It'll play out that we're looking at the concerns for localized flooding, water pooling on the roads, high river level right, river levels rather, and the strong winds and the potential for storm surge. Those winds closer to the water could see gusts of up to 90 kilometers per hour combined with king tides. We're also looking at the potential for some tree branches that make break across the region and we could see some power outages. So a big concern over the next two days will be along the south coast. We'll see wet and very windy conditions and if you're traveling along the mountain passes, the concern tonight will be the risk of freezing rain. As we look ahead Monday night into Tuesday though, we've got snowfall between 5 and up to 15 centimeters. That'll be possible and then a break late in the day on Tuesday if you're planning on traveling along the mountain passes. Lots of active weather across the province. The northern half inland will still see that snowfall between 10 and up to 15 centimeters. Terrace, Smithers as well as Kitimat all included within that. Central and southern interior, the concern this evening taking us into Boxing Day will be the risk of freezing rain. Higher elevations will see that next round of snow pushing in Monday night into Tuesday if you're traveling along the mountain passes. Wet and windy. We've got a significant amount of rain. Very windy conditions for all areas across the south coast. We'll track this in towards tomorrow and leading in towards our Tuesday. So heads up. Few spots, especially closer to the water, could see those winds between 70 and up to 90 kilometers per hour, paired with mild temperatures. Colleen? My goodness. All right. Thanks for that, Yvonne. It is the night sports fans love. Up next, Squire is here with his 2022 Plays of the Year. Squire joins us now with the 78th annual tradition to yes. share with us all. <laughs> I think it is the 78th annual. Might be. Yeah. Well, if it's not, it's something. It doesn't really matter, does it? We have it every year, ever since we've been here. And we love might it. might be 78 years. And here we go. Plays of the year.
just failed to materialize. About a minute remaining in the London power play. Strong just hit across the line. Daniel scores. And a real goal. Antonio Strongers. Canada are the 2022 Davis Cup World Champions. And it's Blackman on his right. Champions again. For the first time since 2015, Vancouver wins the Avery Bradley with the deflection against Stevenson is, anyone gonna is inside the 30, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh oh, it's picked off. Uh oh, oh no. Unbelievable. Oh wow. Incredible. Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. Adam Hadwin, a moment ago at the par 3 16th. Always got a lovely ball flight. I do like the way this man does this. Baby. Oh, his first ever ace on the PGA Tour. Adam Hadwin really knocks himself out. Three, two, one, see ya.
Calgary still leading, though, by two. Bedard to bring him up for Regina. One on two. Step by the defenseman to the net. The deke, and he scores. Oh, my. Does it get any better than that? Connor Bedard puts on a show. Again next year. Done. But I need 365 days. <laughs> yes, you do, and you collect that material all year long. <laughs>
My goodness. Well, congratulations. Okay, uh, Yvonne, one last look at the weather and those warnings. Yeah, lots of active weather for us along the south coast. We'll hone in there. We're going to see very wet and windy conditions. Some of those winds with gusts of up to 90 kilometers per hour. Rainfall amounts between 60 and up to 80 millimeters. We've got two storms, one tonight and then another one leading in through late tomorrow and towards our Tuesday. So it's a one-two punch. Keep that in mind. Big concern for the interior will be the risk of freezing rain. We're tracking it this evening. And then we're looking at the potential for some snowfall leading in towards Tuesday. So you'll want to check in with drivebc.ca for the latest road conditions. No kidding. We will be paying attention to you too. All right. Thanks so much. Stay with us now for Donna Friesen in conversation with the Prime Minister. That's next. Thanks for joining us and wishing you the happiest of holidays. Good night. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.